Like parrots, they continue to call America the Matrix. The Matrix! The Matrix! Rock! The Matrix! Yet they continue to suck on it like a calf on his mama's tits. Even when they return to America after being away, they complain about everything. Hello everyone, welcome to the channel entitled Fitty Ain't Nothing But A Number Yo with your host Language Farrell. On this channel, we'll meet individuals who after the age of 50 who have decided to change what they do, what they believe, what they think is possible, what they read or are reading, and lastly who they are. This will be done by conducting interviews, reviewing short stories, and videos with the individuals in question. So if you're ready, Let's meet some interesting people. This particular episode is going to be a bit of a departure from what we typically focus on, as we typically focus on places for retirement or people over the age of 50 who are making some changes that will shape who they are or who they will become. Uh, lately, I noticed a trend on YouTube about expats bashing the U.S. And so this particular title for this episode is going to be The Problem with Expats. Uh, parentheses, hater pats, anti-dream pats, and pseudo pats, and why no one likes them. So I know that my content will not change the tenor of all this U.S. bashing, but I felt I had to say something to contribute to the discussion. To be honest and transparent, most of my recent content has been about retirement life outside of the U.S., so I know and understand that not all expats are the same. I just want to comment on the three types of expat content that I find unfair and misleading. And the three type of expats in question would be the hater pats, the anti-American dream pat, and the pseudo pat. So let's get it, let's get into it. First up, the hater pat. This is someone who has nothing but negative things to say about the US, whether it's the culture, the politics, the cost of living, the lifestyle, etc. They make comments that the US culture allows too much freedom or not enough freedom, that politics are too liberal, too conservative or too divisive. That politicians all are about the money, the power, or the fame. Nothing gets done, or too much gets done. The laws change too fast, not fast enough, or they don't change at all. The wrong people have too much power, the right people have too little power, and the people in general, well, they have no power. Ethnic groups have too much power, not enough power, or no power at all. The price of everything is too high and the salaries are too low. The strength of the dollar is plummeting while the cost of goods and services is skyrocketing. The price of home purchases are out of reach for the common man, yet when they sell their property, they never get enough money. Everything is changing. There are too many non-Americans in America taking all the jobs, yet they complain that services poor in stores or restaurants because there's not enough workers to get the job done. Like parrots, they continue to call America the Matrix. The Matrix! The Matrix! Rock! The Matrix! Yet they continue to suck on it like a calf on his mama's tits. Even when they return to America after being away, they complain about everything. The traffic, the people, the cost of living, the smell, the sights and the sounds, the very essence of America. They never acknowledge what they missed about America, such as their favorite food, the restaurants, the music, the parks. 
The fact that everyone here speaks English and understands English, contrary to where they're coming from, where maybe few or no people speak English. The reason that they act this way is because hater pets just hate. And that's because that's what haters do. Next up, we're going to look at the anti-American dream pet. Now, surprisingly, this was presented by one of my favorite YouTube content creators. I'm not going to mention the name of the channel. They went on and on about the dying of the American dream. They gave some convoluted definition of the American dream referring to safety and security and peace of mind and affordability. What American dream is this? Talk about how much Americans can no longer afford or attain the American dream, neglecting to acknowledge that first of all, it's a dream. It's not the American birthright or the American guarantee. You gotta earn this American dream and sadly, not everyone does. They neglect to mention the immigrants who not only come here and achieve the American dream, but who start companies that sh shape the very world in which we live. They speak about how all the people they meet in their travels or abroad have the same complaint, inferring that, see, it must be true. I'm not the only one that sees this. Failing to acknowledge the oldest rule in human existence, that birds of a feather, they be flocking together. That's the reason why they keep hearing this. They speak about how education and home ownership have become out of reach for most Americans, never thanking America for providing them the resources to even be an anti-dream expat in the first place, all the while refusing to acknowledge that many people from around the world are standing in line waiting to take their place, some risking life and death just to come to America, not to get this guaranteed American dream, but just to have a shot at it, if not for themselves, then for their children. Lastly, we look at the pseudopat. This person claims to be an expat, but everything they own, from the finance to their property, usually has a U.S. stamp all over it. The money, the money they currently earn or the money that they have accumulated comes directly from U.S. interests. Savings, investment, YouTube earnings, YouTube fame, or even digital nomads lifestyle is usually tethered to the U.S. Very few, if any, have ever re renounced their U.S. citizenship on some level, I think they realize that if the chips are really against them and the world starts closing in, they can always return home. It's one of the few places in the world where you can hate on it and America will still protect your right to speak. It's also one of the few countries in the world where over time you lose that label of foreigner and you become American. As a people, it's true that Americans have a very strong sense of entitlement. We believe that many things belong to us just by the birthright of a, being an American. We fail to get these, when we fail to get these things, we become very upset. Sometimes it's very difficult for Americans to see all the benefits and opportunities that we have received merely by being born in America. People will look at me as a black man and say, dude, you're delusional. You can't see all the negative aspects of America. I'll say as a black man, if you cannot see the imperfections of America solely based on race, then you should not be allowed outside your home alone. And most assuredly, you should not be given the right to vote. These pseudopats talk like they have found a paradise, but I got news for them. If it was paradise before you got there, it stopped being one the moment you showed up. When I look at America, I think about my mama's house. I learned many things there, many of them the hard way. I was loved and fed, educated, and disciplined. There are many times when I may not have gotten what I thought I deserved or I wanted. 
I wanted what I wanted. But when I finally realized that I could not get them under mama's rules, standards, or restrictions, I knew it was time for me to get the step in. No matter how mad I got, there was never a time when I took this to mean that it was okay to badmouth my mama's house all the way down the driveway. This was especially true when I knew in the back of my mind that I always had a place to return, especially when the world stuck its foot up all in my business. And remember, achieve something different. Believe something different. Conceive something different. Read something different, but most importantly, be something different. The world is waiting. Thanks for stopping by, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Ciao for now.